Welcome to the UK Virtual School Podcast, a podcast for parents, home educating families, and those looking for an alternative to the current education system. I'm Sid, the founder of UK's first online school that does things differently. We dare to be different. We dare to question the notion of our current education system. Join us as we create a movement to disrupt education and seek to create one which is innovative, inclusive and fulfilling for the children who will become the leaders and change makers of tomorrow. Join us and become part of the conversation. Welcome back to another episode of the UK Virtual School podcast. This is Sid and today we're going to be exploring the topic of being a student at UK Virtual School and I've got an amazing student with me today, Hope, and she will also be reading a little storybook for us a bit later. But first of all, Hope, do you want to say hi? Hello, my name is Hope. I am eight years old and I am looking forward to reading this story with you. Brilliant. Now, do you want to tell us a little bit more about you? What subjects you did with UK Virtual School last year? And what's your favourite hobbies? Okay, so I think I'll start with my favourite hobbies. And my favourite hobbies are rhythmic gymnastics, which is something I like to do. Um, Riding my bike. um, Drawing and colouring anime. And dancing. (laughs) Oh, those are loads of hobbies. And you've been doing some of them as social clubs at UK Virtual School as well, right? Mm -hmm. Brilliant. And so what subjects have you done this year with us? I have been doing maths, English, science and arts. um... Yeah, you did a little bit of singing with us as well, didn't you? So what was your favourite subject before you started with us and how did that change after you started having online lessons? Well my favourite subject used to be maths but Mm. now it's English and I'm not sure why. (laughs) So did you not like English before so much? No, it was just a load of writing and my head couldn't really think and we had like a timer and stuff. Oh, they used to put you under pressure. So how has it been different with UK Virtual School? It's a lot more relaxed and the teachers help you a bit more and focus a bit more on you and stuff. Can you remember an activity that you really enjoyed? Um, the way it teaches and still makes fun. So how do you find online schooling? Is it what you imagined it to be? A uh, little bit different. I imagine it to be a bit more people than like a couple of a week, like 30 like I had at school. And I imagined it to be um, a bit less um, quiet. (laughs) And how is it different then? So is it a small group where you are able to kind of engage and have topical conversations with people? How is it different? I think it's different because you can actually talk to the teachers even when they're talking to a question and you know that they'll probably get back to you and the way that you can watch it on a recording if you have something else you'd like to do. So it's a bit more flexible right? Yeah. When you're talking about being able to talk to the teachers are you talking about the messaging? You can message them while they're still talking so you don't forget your question right? Yeah. Do you have anything in particular that you remember that went really well during the school year? I think... The story that I wrote about volcanoes. Oh, wow. You wrote a story about volcanoes? In English, yeah. 
how did that make you feel when you completed that? Very happy and quite proud of myself, really. That's how you should feel about learning, right? Learning is so exciting that once we accomplish it, and even the journey of just being able to do it, so exciting, right? It gets you, it's like opening up a present. You kind of take a layer off and you're getting excited. And then when, when you finish the piece, you feel really proud of it. Um, so you should do, you should feel really proud because like you said, you didn't like English to start off with and now it's completely turned around. And that only happens when you've got an open mind towards learning as well. So well done you you've done really well (laughs) do you want to tell us a little bit about the art sessions because you did those with me I enjoyed the thing where we drew the fish the you know the orange one that we did made up with lots of little dots of pens and the where we did the decorating like colored faces and So you're talking about pointillism with the fish and then we did the cubist style with the face. We were looking at Picasso style. That was really cool. Um, And I've really enjoyed having you in those classes because the social clubs allow us to kind of interact a bit more and they're a lot lot more relaxed than the lessons. Mm -hmm. What do you enjoy doing outside of UK virtual school? Because we only have online lessons a couple of times a week. So it allows you the flexibility to do lots of other stuff. So what do you do when you're being home educated? And I know it's diff- it's been different this year because of COVID and you've not been able to go out very much. First of all, were you home educated before COVID or only during COVID? No, only during COVID because of COVID. <laughs> okay, so what, what kind of activities did you do at home when, during lockdown? And what are you doing now, now that you can kind of travel a bit more and go out a bit more? Uh, well, we used to, in lockdown, just stay at home and just do um, online lessons at a school centre. But they weren't much, they are just like a load of printed off sheets and stuff. And then I did some colouring, but not much colouring. I didn't really go off school much. I just stayed with it. What are you doing now, now that lockdown is over and you can actually go out? And and are you exploring in parks? Are you going to places? Or are you still staying pretty much indoors at the moment? I'm doing a lot more outdoor clubs and stuff. So on a Monday, I don't do much. But I don't do anything at home. That's kind of like a stay-at-home day. On Tuesday, I go from a farm from 2.30 till 5 o'clock. But it usually runs over half an hour because playing. Wednesday, it's a bit. It's another stay-at-home day. Thursday, at 12 o'clock till 1 o'clock, I do um, street dancing. Oh, wow. On Friday, I do horse riding 3 till ha- half past 3. And on, I'm just going to start one till three lessons on a Saturday for more horse riding. I do some rhythmic gymnastics, but it's off um, at the moment just for a month. And from nine till 11, and on Friday, who else have I forgot? 5.30 till 7.30. Is that gymnastics um, as well? Mm-hmm. Wow, you keep yourself busy and active. <laughs> Yeah. And it's brilliant that you're able to do this during daytime as well. I know you've got one in the evening on Friday, but most of them are daytime activities when you're alert and you can actually take part. What do you do at the farm on a Tuesday? We do like lots of activities like making stuff, um, helping the little baby lambs, which is quite cute, <laughs> um, feeding the chickens, feeding the guinea pigs, feeding rabbits and feeding the guinea fowl, George, he's quite cuckoo. 
Is this something that you want to go into when you're older? Do you love animals? Do you want to become a vet yeah. or work at, at a farm? Is that something that you want to do? My dream is to be a vet. <laughs> oh, is it? So the fact that you're getting all this experience really young, it's going to be so helpful when you're older because you'll be able to say, I've been working with animals for this long and I really know I want to do this. That's fantastic. Brilliant. So it sounds like you keep really, really busy and having yeah. a home education um, lifestyle means that you can do all of these activities and still do a bit of online learning. And that's how online learning should be. It should be blended with outdoor activities. And I know it's been really difficult during COVID because we all had to stay indoors. Uh, but it's great that you're doing some outdoor activities as well now. You know what else I liked about your schedule? You've actually got stay at home days. People that are new to home education tend to like really put so much outdoor activities into their schedule. Like they'll do uh, museums and all and meetups and everything, and then they get exhausted and overwhelmed. But I like the fact that you've got a couple of days where you could just wind down at home and maybe watch TV or do some stuff online or just read a book. And it's nice to have that mixture. Okay, so. Anything else that you think you're going to be adding to your schedule next year? Well, I'm going to be doing a bit more UK virtual school. Which I'm subjects? Thinking, I'm thinking of doing daily maths or daily English, one or the other. And I'm thinking of doing the computing club. Ooh. And something else I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> was it the world views? Uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> you're not sure. So the world views was like the geography and the history and the RS and the cultural studies we look at a country at a time or they might have been because we've also added languages and we've added art so it might have been one of those that you were thinking of I think it might have been art it might have been art yeah you are currently doing weekly so you're looking at doing daily and that will mean that you'll have lessons every single day with the same teacher and it'll be nice to develop that relationship especially in something like English where you didn't like it before but now you're so excited <laughs> so it's great to do that um excellent right so speaking of English should we have a read of that book yeah Okay, so I'm going to do a little intro about what the book is about because people don't know. So this is a book that UK Virtual School team have written and illustrated and it covers our four core values. And the values are really important to us and we're trying to embed them in every single corner of what we do at UK Virtual School. So even the team and the students and even the way that we kind of create our structure at UK Virtual School has these core values embedded but then we were thinking so I'm going to tell you a little bit of a story hope because it'll help you understand where these characters have come from because we were thinking how do we get the students to understand the values that we represent and it's very difficult when you've got an abstract value and we talk about growth mindset you'll be like well what's that so we thought we we put our thinking caps on as a team and we started to brainstorm and we came up with these character ideas and I think you were there when we first introduced them to you like the initial sketches yeah yeah so the initial sketches that Sherry drew and, and then we kind of built on them and then we've created now these characters who've got their own personalities they've got their own kind of likes and dislikes and they truly represent the value um, and this book came out of the idea that it's brilliant to have the characters, but how do we then show the students what the characters represent? So then we decided to do a storybook. So in this storybook, we've spoken about the four core values um, in a way which will help kids understand what they represent. And Hope hasn't read any of, well, 
she's read a couple of pages of the book and she's going to read the book for the first time today um, and she's going to be doing it on a podcast. Hope, are you excited? Definitely. Okay, brilliant. So I'm going to give you the stage then. Go ahead. So the story that I'm going to read today is called Space for Everyone. Jamie's Adventure, Building a Rocket. The sun was out and the warm spring air was pleasant and cosy. Ruth Mindset knew that he was going to have a great day ahead as he, today he had made plans to read a new book. He had just finished watering his plants and was about to make his way to the library when he noticed his friend Jamie sitting on a curb in the neighbourhood. He seemed sad and gloomy. Oh no, there must be something troubling him, Ruth Mindset thought. Jamie, what's wrong? he continued. I want to go into space, but I'm scared and I don't know how, frustrated Jamie answered. That's easy. Just build a rocket, Ruth Mindset replied happily. Still feeling down, Jamie replied. I can't. I don't know anything about rockets. You can't yet. We just need to learn how, Ruth Mindset continued. Ruth Mindset saw a flicker of hope in Jamie's eyes. To further support him, he sang, The more we learn, the more we grow, the more we grow, the more we know. Jamie excitedly asked, Where do we begin? Ruth Mindset suddenly had an idea. Our friend Curiosity knows a lot of things. Maybe he can help us. They found Curiosity in the grassy meadows, his favourite spot. This place was widely known for its beautiful flowers and the various living creatures who lived there. Rabbits, cows, horses, all sorts of animals and not and a lot of insects. Curiosity was the best place to be. Curiosity was carefully studying a dragonfly. Curiosity! Grace Mindset called. Hello, dear friend. What can I help you with? Curiosity asked. Jamie now filled with excitement and said, We want to fly into space, but we don't know how to build a rocket. Well, we can learn how to build one. Let us look for more information in the library, Curiosity suggested. The group rushed to the library and f- to find out more information. Curiosity volunteered to search the internet whilst Groups, Mindset and Jamie looked through the books. The team did not give up. I found it, said Curiosity. This shows us which materials were on need, said Curiosity. This is amazing. What are we waiting for? Let's start building, Jamie said excitedly. But I only know how to find the information. I can't build. Curiosity complained. Jamie and Groth Mindset continued to motivate him. We can't yet, because the more we learn, the more we grow, the more we grow, the more we know. We don't know how to build yet, but we can learn how. I know someone who can help us, Groth Mindset said. He took the group to a familiar laboratory. Inside, someone was busy playing with what seemed to be a huge computer. Innovation! The team yelled together. Surprised to see his friends, Innovation turned around and asked, Are we throwing a party? Silly, we are here to ask you for your help, Growth Mindset replied. Jamie added, We want to build a rocket so we can fly into space. I am the expert in building things, but we all need a guide, a worried Innovation said. Don't worry, we've already thought of that. We found more information in the library, Curiosity continued, as he showed him what they had found. The squad began building the rocket. Everyone helped. The laboratory was quiet as they were busy concentrating on building. It was easier to build than they had expected. We have a rocket! Everyone cheered together. Is it suitable for everyone? Jamie asked. It is strong enough to carry us, but I don't know if the area inside is comfortable enough for everyone. 
Innovation responded. You don't know yet, curiosity said, because the more we learn, the more we grow, the more we grow, the more we know. Diversity and inclusion can help us. They all know what to do, both minds suggested. The team agreed and they went into the duo's favourite hangout place. They found diversity and inclusion with another friend, Madeline. Who's celebrating their birthday today? Madeline jokingly asked. I'm happy to see everyone here, diversity added. We came here to ask for your help. You see, we have built a rocket so that we can fly into space, Jamie explained. That's so cool, Inclusion exclaimed. It is. Our only problem is that we are n- not sure if the rocket can fit all of us in. We want to include everyone, Innovation added. Thank you for being so kind and thinking of us. Why don't we check it out and see what we can do to improve the rocket, Madeline answered. The whole team went straight back to Innovation's laboratory. This rocket is huge. Diversity was fascinated by the details. Let's take a look inside, Inclusion said. There is enough space for everyone. We just need to make it safer and more inclusive, Diversity said. The group made improvements. They added features that would make the rocket safe for everyone. They also made sure that the facilities were easy to use and could be used by everyone, even people with disabilities. After some time, the group had finally finished making improvements. The rocket looked better than ever. One last step. We should give this rocket a name. Both mindset said. I know, we should call it the UKVS rocket, Jamie excitedly exclaimed. Madeline agreed. That is such a perfect name to call it. Alright, are you all ready for a trip to space? Innovation asked. Yes, a group of friends cheered. Buckle up, replied Innovation. Everyone found their places inside the rocket, with their safety gears equipped and sea belts strapped on. They were ready for takeoff. Soon after, the rocket launched and flew into space. The view was breathtaking. Medline couldn't help but take a lot of pictures. Thank you, we couldn't have done it without everyone's help, said Jamie. That's what friends are for. We have learned a lot of things along the way too, Growth Mindset replied. The more we learn, the more we grow, the more we grow, the more we know. The end. Well done, Hope. That was amazing. What did you think of the story? Really good, I think. And does it really portray the characters well? Do you, did you get like a sense of their personalities in the story? Yeah, definitely. Who's your favourite character, do you think? Is it growth mindset? Is it innovation or curiosity or diversity and inclusion? Curiosity, I think, because he doesn't give up. Is it got something to do with the fact that he likes animals? Yeah. <laughs> he was in the greeny meadows with all the animals, right? <laughs> being curious and learning about the world and the outdoors and curiosity is really interesting because it's curiosity that makes us go and explore and go and kind of figure out what's going to happen if I do this science experiment what's going to happen if I go and see what's under that leaf and that's the exciting bit of learning right being curious about learning so I, I like the fact that you like that character I think curiosity is really cool and curiosity has got three eyes so he can be exploring everything and not miss out on anything (laughs) and he's always holding a magnifying glass and has like a backpack ready to go exploring around the world (laughs) and one thing I think I've told you this before as well one thing that we'd love to do at UK virtual school in the future not yet maybe in the future in a few years time is to have residential trips where we can go and explore the world in real life how cool would that be really really cool where would you like to go um for some reason i'd like to go to finland oh why finland what fascinates you about finland 
Um, have you been I, before? Yes, once. <laughs> I just think it's fascinating because, well, it's fascinating how the animals know how to keep on the path if you get like a reindeer ride or something. Oh, that's really cool. How long did you stay when you went and how old were you? I think I was six. six. Yeah, six. Was it cold there? I had to wear like these massive suits to keep warm. <laughs> Oh, wow. Yeah, I think I'd prefer probably a warmer place. Not too warm, because I, I can't even um, deal with the heat in the UK once it gets really warm, yeah. right? But Me. yeah, maybe, maybe in between, like not too cold, not too warm. Yeah. <laughs> it's always fascinating what we don't know about a country, because you probably didn't even know anything about Finland before you went. <laughs> and now you've had a little sneak peek and your curiosity mindset has kind of like piqued its interest and you're like oh I want to go and explore again that's what's really fascinating about learning is that sometimes we don't know what we potentially might be interested in until we explore and just like you kind of threw yourself into English and really went for it now you're like oh this is so exciting I really enjoy it so are you spending the summer either writing a journal or writing a diary or a book are you doing any sort of writing well i am writing a 1038 page book <laughs> a 1038 page book that's a big book our storybook was just 34 pages long right you you've yeah. set yourself a mission do you think you'll get it completed over the summer no <laughs> <laughs> so it's an ongoing project yeah do you want to give us a little sneak peek about what it's about or is that a secret uh, i wouldn't mind it's about when a family go on holiday to somewhere called rottweil in germany the check-in lady tells them something that i can't tell you because it's going to be a bit secret and they go into this weird portal which is basically dolls uh, in real life <laughs> so it's like they move and talk like humans but they're real like adventure dolls like marvel and barbie dolls and kind of stuff they meet oh, wow. this family they meet this family and yeah they basically go on an adventure all around doll land it sounds like it could be the next pixar movie right yeah I think it sounds fantastic. Are you planning to get it published? Uh, no. <laughs> oh, is it just for you? Just for you. I think if you do get it published, you might have an audience out there after they've heard you uh, talk about it. They might be so keen to kind of read the rest of the book. So you might, you might want to get it published at some point. <laughs> I was thinking of doing like little pictures with it, but instead of like normal pictures, I was thinking of doing it like in an anime manga kind of style. I think you're very talented with the art side as well. So I think you could really draw your own images to go with the book and you could yeah. really bring the dolls to life as well. I think it looked really good. Thanks. Even like doing the front cover, you could do an amazing front cover for your own book. So I look forward to seeing it if you'd like to share it once it's done. And I think people that are listening also might love to have you back on the podcast in the future where you get where you read a snippet. You don't have to read. I think if we read the whole thousand pages, um, we'd be here all day and night. But you could give us a little snippet of the book. Um, and I think people would be really fascinated to hear that and hear your story. Have you been to Germany before then? No, but I'd like to go there because my dog is a Wattweiler and I'd definitely like to go to Wattweiler because it's where they all come from. So have you done a lot of research about Germany for your storybook? A uh, little bit. <laughs> what you're doing is fantastic and 
And could you have seen your yourself writing this book before you came to UK Virtual School or has UK Virtual School inspired you? UK Virtual School, especially the volcano story. Has that, that, has that inspired you? Yeah. Brilliant. That's great to hear. I think it's amazing that online school has really changed how you view English and how now you're pursuing the book that you're writing, which is going to be a thousand pages, and then you might end up publishing it. You might actually end up becoming a published author, an illustrator at one point in your life, right? And it's all of these little things in our childhood that kind of inspire us. So I remember when I was your age, I think I was slightly older, I was 10, and I remember doing a project on space just like you did that project on volcanoes right I did a project on space and it was the first time I'd studied space and back then we didn't have internet we didn't have laptops we didn't have websites or YouTube or Google or anything like that so I had to get my dad to go to the library and get me some books on space and we didn't have printers, so he would fo- like I asked him to photocopy a couple of pages so I could then cut out and stick the pictures into my um, project book. But I remember doing that project and being so fascinated by space. Like I got so fascinated. And then I think that kind of sparked my curiosity, like that, that um, value is coming back again, right? Uh, it sparked that curiosity in me. And, and then I went on to study physics at uni and do science, right? So I think all of these little things that happen to us when we're young actually are a big part of who we become later on in life. So it might be this writing is going to help you to figure out your path. And you, you might actually become like the next writer that writes about animals, like something like Farthingwood or um, there's loads of animal books. Even like Winnie the Pooh is like all based on animals and their characters and personalities as well. So I think you could perhaps write the next book like that. <laughs> so Hope, what have you got planned for today? I think I'm going to watch a bit more rhythmic gymnastics on the Olympics YouTube from Rio 2016 mm-hmm. stuff. Um, have some computer playtime and horse riding. Definitely horse riding. Oh, wow. That's going to be nice and fun. And it's a fantastic day for horse riding today as well. What's your horse's name? Uh, well, I've ridden three horses so far. Okay. Frankel, who is a pony the size of a horse. Um, Bullseye, who's a little bit quite a small pony, I think. And Super Ted, who's basically the average size pony. By the time you're like my age, you're just going to be an expert on animals and horses. It's going to be fantastic. So have fun today, horse riding. Thank you so much for attending and talking to us about UK Virtual School. We hope to see you next year at UK Virtual School. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening into the UK Virtual School podcast. We hope you took value from this podcast. And if you did, please remember to like and to subscribe and to share what you've learned with other families. Now, if you want to find out about UK Virtual School, go to ukvirtualschool.co.uk or you can join our page or Facebook group, UK Virtual School. We hope that your home education journey is an exciting one. And if you're right at the beginning of starting out, do reach out to us and ask us for some support. I'm Sid, you've been listening into the UK Virtual School podcast and I'll see you next time.